how is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? Thanks for tuning in to today's Bed Slippin' Podcast. It's our daily NBA show. This podcast is presented by sportsbookwire.usatoday.com, where I'm a sports betting analyst. You can read my daily handicaps and the handicaps from my colleagues for every major sporting event before placing a bet. Also, this podcast is presented or sponsored by Typico Sportsbook. All of our odds are provided by Typico Sportsbook. Um, it's good to be cashing tickets again. I was 3-0 and uh, Wednesday after just a terrible end of the week last week. Moved my week-long record to 5-1. and one. Uh, My month-long record is 36-31. And since starting this podcast, I'm 101-78. and 78. So 23 games above 500 since the beginning of 2022. But again, um, uh, I'm, I'm red hot this week, feeling good about, about the slate today. There's a five-game slate uh, card in the NBA here. It's Thursday, March 31st, the last day of the month. I'm going to finish positive this month. Again, it's 36 and 31 is my record. I got three best bets. So the worst that I could do is two games above 500. But hopefully I can keep the good momentum rolling. I uh, get up to eight and one this week and uh, be just cashing some more tickets for you guys. Hopefully you're following me. Um, and, um, and, and I've been right hot lately. Um, let's talk about yesterday's performance real quick where I was, again, 3-0 and on Wednesday. I hit with the Denver Nuggets first half, laid five and a half points with Denver Nuggets. They won the first half against the Indiana Pacers, 69-53. Uh, to So that was a relatively easy cover. Um, Indiana actually gave up 40-plus points for their fourth straight game in the first quarter. Uh, did I word that right? I don't know. I think you get what I'm saying. Um, so Denver came out red hot. They put up, I think, 45 in the first quarter, or 43 in the first quarter. They were actually up 43-15. Um, and that game um, ended up uh, finishing at 125-118. Denver won the full game, but they didn't cover the number. They were, I think, 10-point closing favorites for the full uh, for the full game. So we got the right side. We got the profitable side with Denver in the first half. Um, as our first winner. Then we took the Toronto Raptors laying two and a half points as they hosted Minnesota Timberwolves. And just like we said, these teams have similar identities, just Toronto is much more efficient. They ended up winning 125 to 102. Um, they were 50% from three and from the um, from the field. So Toronto was just red hot. Um, Gary Trent and OG Ananobi was two of their most efficient players last night. Um, and they've been Two, two players that have been banged up recently. So um, Toronto is a dangerous team when at full full strength, and they're getting closer to full strength now as uh, the season enters the final stretch. So Toronto's a team I'm going to be playing a lot here down the stretch. I, I love their coaching. Um, I love their continuity. I'm a big fan of how Pascal Siakam's been playing. And um, and I think they uh, they they really know their rotation and 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 trust each other um, on the on, on the team. So I'm gonna go ahead and be playing Toronto a lot more in uh, future bet slipping podcast episodes. And then our third best bet um, we hit with the Miami Heat plus five and a half as they visited the Boston Celtics. I sprinkled on the money line. I hope I told you guys to sprinkle on the money line just to eke out a little more profit there, but. 
Heat won 106-98, and what I thought was an entertaining game. Um, all the stars played well, with the exception of Marcus Smart. I, I guess Marcus Smart's not a star, but he's been a great um, floor general for Boston this year, and and uh, under I think underrated and under discussed um, cog in that Boston machine since the start of 2022. Uh, Boston's been probably the best team in the league. Um, but Marcus Smart was awful last night, and that was, you know, in large part the reason why Miami won outright. Uh, he was 3 for 15 last night with 10 points, had 8 assists, but threw 6 turnovers. Marcus Smart was actually throwing some nice passes, um, but he just couldn't couldn't really shoot it last night, and he, he turned out to be the weakest link uh, for Boston and, and probably the, the reason they ended up losing, but... Uh, we went 3-0 with the Miami Heat, um, and they won outright. So I'm happy. Uh, hopefully we can keep this momentum going, and I have three best bets for this one, or Thursday card. I'm taking the Pistons, Detroit Pistons, plus 9.5 points. They're hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, then I'm taking the Cleveland Cavaliers, plus 5.5 points as they visit the um, Atlanta Hawks. And then I'm grabbing 2.5 points with the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, as they travel to the Windy City to play the Chicago Bulls. All those odds are provided by our sponsor, Tipico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader that's live in New Jersey and Colorado. So all of our listeners, please check out Tipico in New Jersey and Colorado. And you can get a welcome bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game. Uh, so please see Tipico's website for the details. Also, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey, 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so on to the Thursday slate. Again, there's five games. I have three best bets, which I told you about in, um, a minute ago. Um, uh, probably betting at too high of a volume. You know, I guess I'm wagering on 60% of the Thursday NBA games, but I'm feeling it. I'm seeing the board well. I think I have pretty sharp analysis for my following bets, and um, I guess you can be the judge and, and decide whether or not you want to fade or follow me. But first game, Pistons plus 9.5. I just think they're better than their record indicates, or at least they've been playing better than their record indicates lately. Um, they're only 2-5 and five, straight up. Uh, in the last two weeks, but they have a tenth, uh, the tenth best adjusted net rating, uh, plus two point nine, and the seventh best uh, ATS differential, plus four point nine over those two weeks, according to CleaningTheGlass.com. Um, the Pistons played uh, Brooklyn and Cleveland tough, and they they beat the crap out of Atlanta by twenty one in a game that we were on the right side of last week. So they've been playing some pretty good teams, and they've been showing up against those good teams. Um, and Philly plays down to its competition, um, and, and they don't get up for, for, for games against bad teams, whereas Detroit gets up for elite teams, or at least they have recently. Philly's uh, 0-4 against the spread in their last four versus teams with a 40% or worse winning rate, and they're 4-7 against the number as double-digit favorites. Uh, Detroit is 9-0 and against the number in their last nine versus winning teams, and 12 and 7 as 10 to 12 point underdogs. Also, I, I really like Cade, Cade Cunningham, as you've heard me say a bunch of times here. And I think he should back, uh, should ball out versus Philadelphia's suspect uh, backcourt. I love Tyrese Maxey, not a huge fan of James Harden. 
Um, but neither one of them are very good defenders. And I think Cade Cunningham should have his way. And um, if he can be aggressive and even get Joel Embiid into foul trouble, which is not a very high likelihood, just if he can be aggressive, get into the paint, uh, get wide open looks for Detroit's three-point shooters, I feel like Detroit can score enough points to stay in this game. So I'm going to probably be sprinkling a little bit on the Pistons' money line, even though I don't really think they're going to win. Um, but I'm I'm going to hammer Pistons plus 9.5, and, and it's one of my best bets this Thursday. The next game I'm looking at is the Cleveland Cavaliers facing the Atlanta Hawks. I'm going to take the 5.5 points with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Cleveland is going to be at peak motivation since they're um, fighting for the non uh, the last non-playing seed in the Eastern Conference. They're two games back of six-seed Toronto Raptors in seventh in the East. Um, Atlanta's nestled pretty uh, snugly in that uh, seven to ten range. I think they're actually ninth right now in the playoff standing. So they don't have a ton to play for. They're not going to get out of the uh, first play-in game or the 9-10 play-in game, and they're not going to fall below 10th place. Um, so Cleveland kind of needs this game. Um, they need this game like like blood, and this is just a more profitable spot for Cleveland. And in fact, Atlanta's a team I look to fade when they're on the second of a back-to-back. Actually, when both teams in Atlanta games are on the second of a back-to-back, Atlanta is 0-3 straight up. They have the second worst adjusted net rating at minus 10.7 points per 100 possessions and the worst ATS differential at minus 13.3, according to cleaningtheglass.com. And again, this is when both teams are on the second of a back-to-back, which we have here for Atlanta and Cleveland. Cleveland, again, lost uh, last night to Dallas in a game that I leaned on. I actually bet Matt early in the morning, but... Um, I bet Dallas minus four, thinking there's no way people are going to bet Cleveland or the line's going to move towards Cleveland, and it did, and that caused me to be gun-shy and not give it out in the podcast yesterday. But Cleveland lost yesterday to Dallas. Atlanta thumped OKC, uh, but Atlanta is just terrible in these spots when both teams are on the second of a back-to-back. And and for the record, Cleveland is 3-1 and one straight up in those spots slightly negative adjusted efficiency, slightly negative, well, pretty much even an ETS differential in those spots. But again, I'm fading Atlanta here in, uh, in, the, in, in their uh, game, a note with no rest. Also, Cleveland is 9-5 and five against the number as 5-7 to seven point underdogs, whereas Atlanta is just 4-4. Four and four. Uh, So with the juice, they're not profitable, Atlanta is, at this price point. And uh, Cleveland's offense showed up last night versus Dallas. The problem wasn't their offense. They outscored Dallas in two of the four quarters, but lost the third by 17. They uh, shot really well from the field, and I think they're going to light up Atlanta's terrible defense. Um, So I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers plus five and a half. Definitely sprinkling on that money line, but for bet bet slip and record-keeping purposes, let's lock in the Cavaliers plus five and a half points. Excuse me. And then my final best bet is I'm going back to the well with the Los Angeles Clippers. Typico is dealing a two and a half of the Clippers. I'm going to take it. Um, the money line's plus 120. I'm not in love with sprinkling on it just because there's not enough uh, of uh, there's not enough value there for me. I would just prefer to take the two and a half if I were to go either way. It'd be the Clippers money line, and I think the Clippers are going to win the game, of course. But I'm going to be. Um, 
I'm going to be a little safe here and take the Clippers two and a half. Uh, This is a pros versus Joes game with more money on the Clippers, but more of the public is on Chicago. Since wise guys are the sharps, bet more money. Um, the, the money column is the, the better column or the sharper column when you're looking at the betting splits. Also, the Clippers are just better in tight games. Chicago is very good in tight games themselves, but the Clippers have the second best clutch net rating, and clutch is defined by games within a five-point margin inside the last five minutes to play. The odds makers are projecting this game to be very close, right? Bulls only favored by two and a half, so... There's a high likelihood this game is close late, um, and 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 LA's coaching with Ty Lue and just like late game execution is better than Chicago's. Chicago needs Demar Derozan and Levine to hit tough shots, and I think LA's defense can stop a, a mostly stagnant uh, Chicago offense. Again, they play a lot of ISO ball, a lot of mid range shots from Demar Derozan and Zach Levine, and there's not a lot of like. Um, there's not like a lot of ball movement or a lot of like crisp basketball to those looks. It's just those guys being so good one-on-one and, and, and being able to get buckets on opposing defenders. But LA is a strong defense or really well, well coached and Chicago is just awful against good defenses. Uh, the Clippers are eighth and adjusted defensive rating according to cleaning the And also according to cleaning the glass, Chicago's nine and seventeen straight up versus top ten defenses. They have a minus seven point one adjusted net rating, which is twenty fourth in the NBA, and they have a minus four point three ATS differential, which is the fourth worst in the NBA. This is against top ten defenses, which the Clippers are. Also, Chicago's sixteen and nineteen against the number versus winning teams. Now. The Clippers actually have a sub 500 record right now. They're 37 and 39. They're just coming off of a five-game losing streak, which they snapped Tuesday, right? Tuesday, and a game that we bet we took the Clippers against Utah Jazz. They ended up um, coming back from 25 points down to stun the Utah Jazz. Um, but in my opinion, the Clippers are closer to a top 10 team with Paul George. Uh, Paul George is been fantastic or was fantastic against Utah and uh and I and I think is actually the best player on the floor in this matchup so I'm looking more at the Clippers as an above 500 team even though they have a sub 500 record and Chicago Turtles versus elite competition their bottom 10 adjusted net rating and ATS differential versus top 10 teams now again we can argue whether or not um the Clippers are a top 10 team, even with Paul George in there. They're they're in mid-tier around the top 10 with Paul George in the lineup. I think they're the best team in the West with Kawhi Leonard in the lineup, but he's not he's not going to be in for this game, obviously. Um, so either way, I'm looking at the Clippers as a quality team, and Chicago really shits the bed against quality teams. So I'm taking the Clippers plus 2.5, adding that to the Cavs plus 5.5, and my third best bet, Pistons plus nine and a half. I'm, I'm sprinkling on the Cavs money line. I'm pretty confident they could get there against Atlanta. Um, and I'm sprinkling on the Pistons money line more or less for value. Not, I don't um, think they're going to actually win the game. But those are my three best bets. Uh, once again, always do your own homework and, and check for the most up-to-date injury reports. Um, best of luck today, whether you follow or uh, fade or follow me. And if you're in New Jersey and Colorado, 
please check out Tipico Sportsbook. Uh, if not, always shop around for the best numbers before making your wagers. Best of luck to y'all. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.